All right, welcome everybody. This is uh, Ogilvy Street, and this is the Experimentalist Podcast. This is session twenty-nine. So yeah, did twenty-nine of these episodes so far. That's pretty cool. Um, what the episode is, what the Experimentalist Podcast is all about, is uh, I play some music. It's, for right now, all just me. Um, I play uh, just kind of like a live big chunk of music, just improvised and record it. I do that once a week and then just take the recording, put it into the computer, set up a microphone, and kind of do a little bit of a commentary as I listen to the stuff that I just recorded, so... Um, the stuff that I do is, in my mind, kind of experimental. That's why it's the Experimentalist Podcast. Um, I, I was thinking about my whole setup just the other day, and um, it's for what I do, and I mean, just music in general that's coming out, That even experimental music. My setup is pretty old school. Um, I still just play with keyboards guitars, a big fat amp, and uh, cables, cords connecting, all that stuff. And the reason I mention that is because there's, it's just a time period. There's new instruments coming out all the time, and one of them is the iPad. I mean, there's thousands of apps that affect how that sounds as an instrument, and I'm certain one day, you know, I'll be using an iPad to play music. I'm starting to think about it now. Um, but right now, you know, I'm still playing with just instruments. And trying to learn and improve on the keys and the guitar. And that makes up two hours per day just practicing like scales and chords on both the keys and the guitar. And I don't want to make it sound like that's whack. I don't want to make it sound that way at all because practicing is what makes it possible to then just one night a week set everything up just start playing so that's the purpose anyway of the podcast is just to take that time to just set things up and just play so anyway here's a pretty long one this is me Ogilvy Street Thank you. 
to everybody that actually listened to all of that. I know that was long. Uh, I mean, the next one I'm going to play is going to be long, too. And I think, ultimately, we will all come to the conclusion that these are standard length. So we won't have to describe them as long anymore because they're all going to be that length. Um, I find... That most loopers, people that loop stuff, uh, use like short loops, and they make the uh, short, short like four four loops, if that makes sense. Um, four beats, so like and that loops, and then you add like a. Oh, wow. And then you add something like and it just kind of does that. Um, which I like that. That stuff's awesome. And I do that stuff too. Um, but I also like pushing the scope of how far you can take a loop and take it off track and try to create different illusions of where it's going, like if it's falling apart or if it's building back together or something like that. Um, but the next song that I'm going to put in here, uh, this will be the last one, but I'm going to split it up into two parts, and mainly because um, it is actually one of those simpler loops. Um, so that gets repetitive, but mainly um, it has a part... I want to play it from the beginning for a couple, maybe like two or three minutes or something like that, just to show kind of how a loop can build. Um, and a lot of times I'll start with just a weird idea that sounds cheesy or, or even like you couldn't create anything worth listening to at all with that. Um, that's what I like to kind of start with sometimes, but... Um, so I'm going to just show the part in this where the loop builds. And then I think later in the song, um, as it's all built, then I try to throw some guitar in there and some of it works, some of it doesn't. Um, but I'm going to stop it because, uh, somewhere in the middle there be before it gets to the guitar stuff, just because for some reason, once I click the guitar on the way that it recorded was different so it's 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 not like jarring or anything if i play it straight through 
but it does have a different sound quality. So I'll probably just uh, stop at one point and then just bring it back up in the middle of the guitar part or something like that. Um, and that'll that'll be pretty much it. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens here. And um, yeah, we'll continue on with uh, me, Ogilby Straight. And this is the second part of session 29. get self-conscious about like these types of loops is what what I was talking about with it. This has a little different quality. It's not the super simplest because I don't know. It has it's still like a 4/4 beat and it's a short loop. But um I don't know. It had some little mistake in there that I just tried to roll with. But anyway, the point is as soon as loops are this short, I get self-conscious that people don't want to check it out. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'm going to keep it going. We'll listen to it. I said I'll do a couple minutes, so I just wanted to point out that I immediately get self-conscious about it. But uh, I'm going to let it go here no matter what it sounds like, and probably in like a minute or so I'll... I'll dump it back out. Thank you. 
So I'm going to bring it down here and um, kind of take it into the next part. Um, this is a longer fade out than I had anticipated. I uh, made this fade ahead of time thinking it was just going to come right down and I would be like, okay, so just like I said before, going to fade it out, bring it right back in. But the fade took a long time. I'm taking a long time doing the transition, but um, the transition's done. And the volume is just about to come back up. You know, I, I just make mistakes sometimes on this podcast and that's cool so anyway here it comes this is the second part of this song
this for hours. Just sit here and think. Listen to some music that I just made. Know that I was able to do it. And I don't mean the playing. I can play. And I'm trying something kind of weird at the same time, so that's fun. I know it's not completely unique, trust me, but it's still weird. And I want to play. I just realized that I want to hear it, too. I rarely ever do that. The experience of actually playing is so thrilling that that's all I'm checking out. I barely get time to think while I'm doing it. So hearing it, as well as experiencing it, that's next to impossible. But then I thought, what if I record it? So I'd think, that sounds like a pretty good idea. I play it and seem to like that. Being able to listen back to it doesn't sound like an all-too-terrible idea. But then the realization kicks in, and it comes in the form of a question. What if it actually sounds bad? What do you mean you just thought it was a pretty good idea? It is a good idea. It sounds like one, but it isn't. When you're playing, you're liking it. You're having a good time. But when you sit back and you listen to some crummy recording of it, you're liable to give it up completely. No way! Oh yeah. And you'll feel bad about it. You'll hate yourself for it. And when it's all said and done, you won't forgive yourself for it. And you know what you'll do? Do you know? Nothing. Nothing felt better than leaving work that day. It was the last day that I would be there. The last time I'd punch in or punch out. The last time I'd put on that fake fucking smile for the customers or the other employees. And don't get me wrong, I don't detest the work that I did. I don't detest the people. I don't detest the fake fucking smile. I got paid pretty well for all of that mess, and the point is, it was the last time. I left on my own accord. I wanted to do something different, but what was the other point? Oh yeah, nothing felt better. If I didn't detest being there, I would go so far as to say I liked working there. I liked the people too, however, all of that which I could feel by being there, couldn't match the feeling of leaving that place. It's, it's real simple, too. There was no respect. I could have stayed, and it would have eventually turned into a Rodney Dangerfield punchline, one-liner with no audience to laugh. I put in 14 real years of my life, and there was no goodbye. No thanks for your service. I was in management on three top teams for the corporation. I took 15 sick days in 14 years and managed three stores and worked in 10... 
worked in 10 stores in three different states. I didn't expect anything on that day. I didn't think there'd be a party or a cake or a card, but when there actually was nothing and I was walking out, still wanting to work, still appreciating what I could do there, I realized this means nothing to nobody. And that's why I left. I cared too fucking much. All my peers, especially those above me, couldn't give a dick's balls about anyone. Probably way down deep, they didn't even care about themselves, just the illusion of what they wanted to be. And you know, that was starting to be me too. Because I always just wanted to fit in and be appreciated. There it was though, my last day, 14 years. The last two people I worked with were the last two to care. It was fitting. It worked, and nothing felt better than that. A lot of stuff I say is not necessarily the thing that's on my mind. I'm just trying to unlock it. Maybe unlock the emptiness and allow it to be filled. That was a quick public service announcement. I kind of wish that I was playing right now instead of me sitting here listening, but now it's, it's pretty great. Knowing that I've recorded this, however it is, whatever it sounds like, I still put all of this together, and I'm sure it's easy for some and a pain in the ass for others, but in the words of the spectacularly wonderful Lloyd Christmas, I like it a lot. And a few wonderful things have been said to me over the past few weeks about the last couple of episodes and I'm glad that the experimentalist podcast is getting closer and closer to what I truly want to share you got to have an idea and then look around at what you have and then use that to try to say what that idea is but first you know you got to start to speak and you have to hear how far off from your own idea you actually are. The next part can get pretty scary. You gotta sit there and deal with those differences. Then you gotta start making decisions. Change some things, get better at things, get closer to the original idea.
straight. Thanks, everybody. This is Ogilvy Straight. One last time, thanking you for checking out the 29th episode of the Experimentalist Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, I'll be back next week with another set of tunes. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy yourselves.